Welcome to the That Healing Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Faith Ashenden, founder, CEO, and master mindset coach. I'm obsessed with helping you awake the healer within yourself so that you can step into a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. Join me in training your brain, rewiring your subconscious, and changing your inner world so that you can heal. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the That Healing Feeling podcast. I'm so glad you've chosen to spend your time with me, whether it's your morning, your drive, your afternoon, whatever you're doing. I appreciate it. I actually asked on my stories what you wanted me to podcast about in a solo coaching session, and I'm just going through those responses and kind of pulling together a list of podcast coach on. The first one is how to manage pessimism during chronic illness. And I picked this one as the first question to answer because I feel like it's probably relevant to everyone because we're all human. So I hope it's super helpful. Um, I'm going to make this one relatively short and sweet and just kind of dive right into it without, without a lot of uh, fluff for you. <laughs> I feel like usually I start by like telling you about my day and how it's morning time and all that good stuff. But actually, this is afternoon, the first time like ever I've recorded a podcast in the afternoon. Usually my brain like stops working, but for some reason it's still working. And that's because in your third trimester, you just you just flatline, like, honestly, you just come midday, you've got a nap, the brain turns off. But today I've got this like extra spunk, spunk and excitement. So we're going for it. Um, I do just want to remind you though, before I jump into the coaching that HTA is launching only one more time in 2022. For those of you who are not familiar with the program, the Health Transformation Accelerator is my signature hybrid coaching program. And it is truly the full scope of the work that I do and the culmination of all of my studying and experience pulled together into a transformational experience that helps you make a quantum leap in six weeks and take you from someone who is suffering and fighting their chronic condition to someone who is empowered, healed, and truly the next evolution of themselves. And so if you have been interested in taking the sleep, if it's something that resonates, make sure to click on the link in the show notes, because like I said, I am only launching this one more time in 2022. So if you're looking to walk into 2023, a different version of yourself, someone who is no longer feeling like they are not able to live their full potential. And if you're tired of that version of yourself, then now is the time to take action, you guys. Um, when you talk to my admissions team, mention that you've listened to this podcast and you want a fast action discount. Um, again, it's a fast action discount. Um, so make sure you mention that on your call to get an exclusive discount on the program. All right, let's dive into the coaching session and answer a question that I feel every single human being with a chronic illness can relate to, right? Because we are all human. And I think that that is sort of my, my first point actually for you and all of this is that Let's not let toxic positivity make us feel like it's not normal. 
Okay. What do I mean by toxic positivity? There's a lot of this on social media. That's like, just smile, just be happy. You know, those like pretty colorful memes, whatever. Listen, smiling is good. I agree. Being happy is what we should aim for. But like we exist in a dimension where we have to experience a full spectrum of emotions. Okay. And so we can't have one without the other. We can't have happiness without sadness, right? We have to experience the contrast in order to truly appreciate and understand it's opposite. It is normal to feel unhappy or sad or disappointed, um, wherever you are on that spectrum, it is normal. Okay. And not only is it normal, but it is healthy. And that is my point. Number one on how to manage this pessimism during chronic illness, feel it. It is important and it is healthy and it is normal to feel it when you're feeling down. Okay. Cause if you have listened to my podcast before, you know, I always talk about this, that energy, sorry, that emotions are energy in motion, right? And so energy cannot be created or destroyed. So if you have this energy in your body of disappointment or sadness or whatever it is, and you don't feel it, you're not releasing it. So you're storing that energy. And it's probably what's making you feel pessimistic for so long because you're storing it inside versus releasing it so that you can move on. So my first bit of advice is one, understand and truly appreciate that swinging the pendulum from one end of emotion to the other is a normal human experience. And I think, you know, I I've talked about this before, but truly I do believe that we have to appreciate that as human beings, like just, you know, how lucky we are to even be in alive as a human in this, I I'm try, I was trying to think of the statistic. It's like, it's like crazy. Like, I don't want to quote it wrong, but it's like one in something trillion, like ridiculous that you would even be born on this planet. And like, we need to appreciate that this beautiful th- opportunity we have to experience life in this dimension means that we are going to experience the pendulum swing from left to right of this, you know, emotional capacity every so often. And that is part of the human experience and it's all beautiful. Okay. Again, because you can't have one without the other. And so try to not like villainize these emotions as you experience them and then understand that they must be felt and released or else they will be stored. So I don't, I don't mean just because you're experiencing them, we should dwell in them. There's a difference, right? We should let the energy move through because it's just an energy and release. So what does that look like? I mean, that just looks like feeling it, acknowledging it with your heart open. And that's the critical component to this that will keep you vibrating high. We want to always be vibrating as high as possible at like our sort of baseline in order to attract whatever we're trying to manifest. And so keeping our heart open as we let the energy move through us is how we're going to be able to maintain that. So what does that look like? Don't shy away from it. Don't villainize it. Um, you know, don't, don't close yourself off to your reality because it's unpleasant. Keep your heart open and accept that this energy is moving through. See it for what it is and then release it. Okay. So that's just kind of a cognitive, almost like a cognitive reframe of how do I manage this? How do I manage this? Well, 
the very first step is that acknowledgement and that release and the strategy of continuing to keep your heart open through the process um, as, again, like kind of the base of how we manage this. But then I think the next layer here on kind of taking it to, to the next level is take a really good, long, hard look at how you define healing, okay? Because we, and I'm sure you've like heard this phrase before, like healing is not linear, right? So what does that mean? Healing does not look like you wake up every day marginally better and it's always on the same trajectory, right? That's not what healing is. Not in chronic illness because it's kind of like a roller coaster, isn't it? Like you wake up and you're feeling good for like five days and then all of a sudden you feel crap again. And then like you kind of feel like you regressed for like three days and it's really frustrating because you want to be on that upward trajectory on how you're feeling. And when you feel like you've regressed, it really feels like a huge blow. But then you have to remind yourself that healing is not linear. I mean, it's not, it's not always going to look like that perfect linear line marginally jumping up every single day, right? So you need to take a cold, hard look at how you define healing. Because if you change your definition of how you define healing, then those situations of sort of this nonlinear progression is not going to affect your mental health in the same way. So what does that mean? Okay. So healing, you have to remember, is not just healing of the physical body. Healing is mind, body, and spirit. They're all linked. Um, I talked about this in the five things I would never do as someone who's healed chronic illness. And one of the points, that's a podcast, by the way, if you haven't listened to it, I would definitely recommend it. Um, One of the things that I said was I would never work with a practitioner or a coach of any kind who does not look at physical, spiritual, and mental together, right? So when we're talking about healing, you have to understand that we are talking about all three. And when we take the physical setback, quote unquote, as us regressing, we're not appreciating the mental and spiritual side of ourselves that can never regress. We're constantly evolving forward because you're doing this work right now. And so I think it's really important to not put healing in a box, to not say that healing is just this symptom going away at the same rate every single day, because that will never happen for you ever (laughs) because you're human. And like the way life works is it's not perfect and linear in the same direction all the time in this dimension, but your mental health and your spiritual health is not limited to this dimension. And we can ensure that we're constantly moving forward in that way. Lessons can't be unlearned in the spiritual realm, right? So if you are waking up and you are raising your vibration, you can't undo that. So you're always moving forward. And regardless of how you physiologically feel one day, you're still progressing, right? And so I think you need to take the totality of the mental and the spiritual and the physical when you're looking at your healing journey and remind yourself that the way you feel physically is just your body communicating with you. The only way that your body can communicate with you is through these physical symptoms, right? So when it comes to chronic illness, if you have a sensation, your body's saying, Hey, red flag, red flag. We need to address this. We need to look at the root cause. We need to release something. 
So that's just your body's communication. So just because you released a symptom and then perhaps that symptom creeps back in doesn't mean that you've regressed. It just means that your body is continuing to communicate as you continue to move forward, period. Because you have to, you know, again, and this is a different way of looking at it, but if you truly do believe that your body is working for you, not against you, and that it's constantly trying to communicate with you and work for you and help you move in the direction of healing, then you'll see symptoms in this way. Okay? So it's really important to reframe. And when you wake up and you're not feeling your best and you think, damn it, (laughs) you know, like I was feeling better and now I'm not, take a cold, hard look at the work that you're doing. Are you focusing too much on the physical, perhaps, and not focusing on the spiritual and the mental. And perhaps that's why you're stuck. Perhaps that's why your body is still yelling at you. Hey, pay attention, pay attention. Like we, we need to start connecting the dots here, right? Because if you're not moving those levers, that's going to continue to happen. Or have you been working on the mental and the spiritual and it's still happening? Okay, great. This is an opportunity for you to really put into practice what you've learned in your journey, right? Because in order for you to build a muscle and gain wisdom, it's the application of knowledge, right? Wisdom is the application of knowledge. So if you have been working on the mental side and the spiritual side, and you're seeing these little mini flares or whatever, this is these opportunities the universe is giving you to become wise. What does that mean? It means you're going to start to hold on to the progress you've made. It's going to, it means you're going to start using the tools you have. Perhaps you've been doing my brain training, right? And you're now able to step in and reprogram and train your body to respond differently and turn off pain signals. You're now able to listen to the body better and tie that sensation with an emotion and release that effectively once and for all. It's so more, it's so much more than, oh my God, this hurts again today. I've regressed. It's so much more. And it's going to continue to be that for you over and over and over again until you take action in all aspects and you really pull all the levers. So you really need to get yourself in this solid understanding of my body's working for me, not against me. And I'm more than just the physical body. And what message do I need to hear? What am I not getting? Like, what are you trying to get across to me? Um, And how can I help myself here to move forward? So it really is in a lot of these areas as well, like a cold, hard kind of in the face, like alternative to woe is me. And I know that sounds like really hard. um, And I mean that, like I've told myself this a million times and I mean it in love, but it truly is like stepping into empowerment of like, I am able I am able to respond to this. And like, I know the universe is working for me here and I've got this kind of a mentality versus like, this is out of my hands. What can I do? My cards are shit. Like it's such a different mentality. And that's kind of how you step into that mentality and pull those levers. So there's a lot of work that needs to be done in that space of what is healing and how do I pull those levers? But just to even have that framework of like, this is how... I could even look at it and go about approaching it. And I mean, this is honestly a really pertinent and huge point and something that we go deep into in the Health Transformation Accelerator. And it's one of the reasons why my clients receive huge transformations because 
I know these levers. Like I've been there. I've done that work. I know how to do that work. I know how to help guide people through that work. And importantly, I can access these cognitive reframes really effectively, right? And so I don't even let people's minds go there. Um, But then I really help them develop these tools in the moment. And it's all about having tools in the moment. It really is. Like it's about learning how to build that muscle so you can flex that muscle independently and get really, really wise and really, really strong and get yourself out of that dark hole. There's not one way to do it. Anyone who tells you there's one way to do something is, I mean, there's infinite ways to do something. So there isn't one way to do it, but um, I found this to be a really effective you know, way to go about approaching this whole healing is a linear um, acceptance, understanding, and really taking action on that. Okay. The next thing that is important when you're looking at pessimism within chronic illness is how you view your ability to heal. Okay. So if you believe that you, that healing is your end goal, it's going to be a lot easier to stay positive. Why? One, clarity is power. So when you're crystal clear on what you do want, not what you don't want, but what you do want. So healing is what you do want. And if you're crystal clear on that, okay, and everything you do revolves around that, it's going to be a lot easier to stay optimistic because your end goal of healing is in mind. It's front and center and you're focused on all things healing. And that's critical. How many people come to me and they're like, I feel pessimistic. I feel shit they actually don't even believe that they can heal. And that's like, if you don't even believe that you can heal, well, no wonder you feel pessimistic because you're just stuck in this cycle of like, my identity is in chronic illness. I will always be this way. It will always be shit. Woe is me. So how could you be positive? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) So I just think having like a really honest conversation with yourself of like, do I actually believe that I'm going to come out of this rut? Do I visualize a life for myself of freedom and fulfillment and, you know, whatever it is that you desire, whatever your soul desires is what you want to manifest in your life. I mean, everyone's different, right? I have people come through my program with all different sorts of goals and it's whatever your soul wants to experience on this, this earth, you know, but do you believe that that's going to happen for you? Or do you not even know what your end goal is? Like, do you just not want to feel like shit? Well, all you're doing is defining what you don't want. (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? Clarity is power. Having clarity on what you want, not what you don't want, but what you want is how you're going to get there. Think about manifestation. Like no one ever made a vision board of all the things they don't want with like a big X on it. Like that's literally never happened. No one would ever say that that's effective. Everybody makes vision boards with pictures that are like specifically what they want, right? Like I want to travel to this place. I want to have this car. I want to get pregnant. And it's like a person with a bump and like an ultrasound of a healthy baby. Like they're getting like very specific on what they do want. Why is that powerful? Because you're giving your brain focus and clarity and engaging multiple senses to help you manifest that. And it's a neurolinguistic programming technique. I say technique. It's not even really because it's incredibly basic. Focus on what you do want, what you don't want, or else you can never have it in your life. Your brain can't work towards something it doesn't know exists. If you're not telling it what you do want, it will continue 
over and over cyclically to stay in this space that you don't want. So stop telling yourself, I don't want to feel like shit. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want, and start getting clear on what you do want and believing that it's possible. Those two things, if you do not believe and you are not clear, okay, that is affecting your ability to heal, which will ultimately keep you feeling very pessimistic because you're constantly focused on what you don't want. And to be honest, it's a normal human response to focus on what you don't want. And so I think don't be like, oh, well, I'm generally a positive person. Like, I think it's always important to just acknowledge like you're a human being. I'm a human being. We're all beautiful human beings. And this is our go-to instinct, right? So like right now you're in the process of evolving. You're not acting instinctually. You're evolving right? And so you're using the prefrontal cortex to evolve your brain to hack your reality by simple things like getting clarity on what you do want by changing your beliefs about your ability to heal. If those two things are not in alignment with what you want, you will continue to feel pessimistic, feel disappointment, and physiologically, it will manifest in sickness. So do whatever you need to do to get yourself in that space, but understand that until you do that, you're going to be stuck in the same situation. And that is just a universal law, law of attraction. Google it, look it up, read the book, The Secret, you know, it's everywhere. (laughs) Um, Next point for you. These are getting super actionable. Notice how I start like a lot more high level. And then I'm really drilling down into like, we're starting very conceptual, very high level. um, And then we're drilling down into like daily things that you can do to move the needle forward. Here's like a more practical daily. You can do this now. Habits. Habits. Your habits make your life. (laughs) Where are your habits? These are, you know, we overlook our habits. We do. But like, think about it. What are you doing to move the needle forward to help cultivate an environment of optimism in your day-to-day life? Like even from like first thing in the morning, right? Like what do you do first thing in the morning? Is your morning routine in alignment with your goal and vision for your life? Are you listening to affirmations? Are you writing in a gratitude journal? Are you deep breathing into your diaphragm to stimulate the vagus nerve? Like, what are you doing first thing in the morning? Like, the universe needs to see you taking really intentional action towards what you want if you want to realize it in your life. This is the law of action. Google it, <laughs> right? Like, so let's say you have clarity on what you want. Like, you're like, I want to be healed. What does that look like for you? Well, it looks like I am able to start like working out again, sleeping well at night. You can say I'm able to go to concerts again and really enjoy the loud music, whatever it is, right? So you've got clarity. Now you need to create the habits of someone who can do those things. So that is your law of action. That's you getting in alignment with what you want. So habits of this person, right? Someone who's sleeping well at night, they have like a really intricate nighttime routine. They might do like download the down dog app and do 10 minutes of stretching with essential oils. They might dry brush. They might lay on an acupressure mat. 
They might listen to certain um, meditations at night and uh, you know, make sure they have a really nice eye mask and a very specific type of bedding and whatever, right? Like this person in the morning um, is opening up all the windows and doing all the things I described earlier. I, it just kind of depends on you. But what I'm saying is, are you actively putting yourself in alignment mentally, spiritually, and physically? A lot of people, when they get to me, they're putting themselves in alignment physically. Like they, for example, might have like a pretty good diet, um, as in they're eating like whole foods and staying hydrated and, you know, whatever. Um, but mentally, are they committing spiritually? Are they committing? And I'm not saying like religiously, I'm saying spiritually, like on a soul level, are they committing? What does that look like? It looks like doing what sets your soul on fire. It looks like leaning into the tug of your heart. It looks like keeping your heart open. I mean, to be honest, the spiritual work at the beginning, not always at the beginning is a lot of fun. Like, what is it that my soul desires? What is it that my soul wants to experience on this planet? Right? Like, what is that tug that you have that you need more of to fill your cup? Right? So habits, are your habits in alignment with your goal for what you want At the end of all of this, are you crystal clear on what you want? And are you then doing it, whatever the work is, intentionally on a daily basis to show and prove that this is what you want for your life? Okay. And you can see how, for example, if you're doing all of this work and one day you wake up and you have a flare, how much more robust and full and deep your healing journey is that it wouldn't send you mentally spiraling, right? Because there's so much going into it. Instead, you view it as an opportunity. Like I kid you not, I have my two cohorts of HTA go, two girls got COVID in the actual like cohort. And one of my girls said to me, she said, I genuinely think that getting COVID, by the way, she was with me for long haul COVID, got COVID again during HTA. She said to me, I genuinely think that getting COVID was an opportunity for me during HTA. And I'm thankful that it happened because it gave me the opportunity to build this strength and stamina. And my experience with it this time was so radically different than last time. It absolutely blew me away because of the spiritual work that she's been doing with me and because of the mental work that we've been doing together. Her experience was completely different. We didn't do anything physically different, but she built that muscle. She flexed that muscle and then she gained the wisdom. And now she knows she has evidence and proof in her day-to-day life that she can, she can use these tools she has. And every day she's getting stronger and stronger and building on that evidence for herself. And she's coming on the podcast, by the way. She's my next interview because everyone was really excited to hear about like her win. Um, and so I do want to get her to come on and kind of talk about what that looks like in action for you. But truly, really, really, and truly, you guys, like it is so much more complex than meets the eye. Okay. Last but not least, you know, the age old saying who you surround yourself with. I think, you know, think critically about this, especially when we're talking about the mental and soul level, when you're with someone and they don't 
light your soul up. They don't make you feel like your heart can be open. That is a sign. And this is all part of the process of evolving, right? Like as you are healing, you are evolving. And so you are going to have to kind of look at all these aspects of your day-to-day life and think like, what do I need to incorporate? What do I need to reduce in order to step into the evolved person that I want to be, right? Because if you want something different, you're going to have to do something different. And I really think you should hear that again. If you want something different, you're going to have to do something different. If you want a different version of your reality and you don't want to be in this cycle, you're going to have to do something different. One of the things you really need to look at critically is who you're surrounding yourself with and see how your soul feels. Like use this as an opportunity to do the soul work. Does it feel lifted? Does your heart feel open or does your heart feel closed? And try to get into that rhythm of, can you even feel that? Or is your heart always closed that you don't even know what that feels like anymore, right? And start to refine. As you take action, so will the universe, right? Law of action. You have to start taking action. You have to live differently if you want something different to happen for you. And if you keep doing these things and you're not seeing results, the universe needs you to do more. The universe needs you to learn something new. And when you get there, it's all going to fall into place for you. So it's an opportunity, an opportunity, just like my client said in HTA, I'm so glad that I got sick again because it was the opportunity I needed to flex this muscle and gain this wisdom and collect this evidence. And this is your opportunity, right? And this is, again, a huge cognitive reframe, your opportunity to open up your heart and open up your ears and just let the universe give you what you want. If you want to get better, great. Let the universe give it to you and be willing to learn to listen so that you can take action to receive that because you can't receive if you're not in alignment, right? It's like the law of gravity. What goes up must come down. If you are not in alignment with what you want, like it cannot come to you. So get out of your way and get in alignment by listening to the universe and what it wants you to do to invite that healing into your life. Okay? I hope this was helpful. It's a bite-sized mini training. Um, of course, as always, DM me on Instagram at that healing feeling. If you don't follow me already, if you have any questions about the content, I know there's like a lot in there. And, and obviously, like this is a lot of work to do as you kind of move through these things. Everything I'm talking about is covered in what I teach, you know, my students in HTA. Um, and it is complex, but it's truly revolutionary because if you are able to get out of your own way and learn to receive, it's not just health that you receive. It's anything that you want because you've learned how to get in alignment and you've learned how to act in accordance to what you want and how to get clarity. And that's where your power lies. And so you're very lucky to have this opportunity. Most people don't. Most people live in this woe is me scenario where they feel like they have no control over their lives. And because they feel that way and because that's what they believe, that's the reality they live in. That is certainly not in alignment with abundance. And so having this opportunity to get in alignment and learn how to attract this means you have the ultimate skill set of a human being on this planet, which is learning how to attract what you want, which is like the best. Um, I can personally attest to that. So, um, I hope that this helps you get sort of a blueprint of where you feel like you need to start to take action to attract the healing you want in your life. 
And until next time, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast and listening with me. If you enjoyed this, if you feel like it's making an impact on your life, it would mean the world to me if you would rate or review my podcast. If you do that, it allows me to continue recording this free long form content um, and reaching more ears, people who are in the position where they really want to take their health back, but they're not sure where to start. And that is my goal. So as always, go out there, manifest your health and sending so much love.